Hello, everyone. Welcome to another exciting episode of Shy Spirits, guys. I'm Parker. I'm joined today by John. Hey, everyone. Producer Jenny. Hey. And a special guest, Allie. Go Bucks. Go Bucks, indeed. We also have in the studio audience today a certified Irish whiskey taster. Yes, and it's very important that Andrea is here to witness and observe uh, to make sure we don't do anything wrong um, because we are tasting Irish whiskey today. We will be talking about red breast. Now, <laughs> now, Allie tells me red breast is her favorite whiskey. Sure is. Uh, how long have you been drinking red breast for? I will uh, give you a little rundown of my experience finding out that I enjoy whiskey. Um, I always thought I hated it. And that's because I was drinking really cheap whiskey. Like probably... Buffalo Trace. If, if, if I... <laughs> Jack Daniels. Can use this word and have you guys know that now... I would never call this good whiskey, in my own opinion. Jack Daniels was the best whiskey I'd ever had. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, I went it's to... It's pretty good. I mean, at a wedding, you know, that's all they have. Right? I don't know, but it wasn't my cup of tea. Um, okay, I went to Ireland for the first time in 2018. And because I was in Ireland, I decided to do an Irish whiskey tasting. And lo and behold, I found out I really love Irish whiskey. Um and then when I started traveling to Ireland for work as a flight attendant, I would always go through customs and I would pick up a bottle here, a bottle there as presents. And um, I asked the guy who I'd become good, you know, great friends with at this point, if I was going to spend about $50 on a bottle, there were obviously discounts involved. Um, what would be a good bottle for me to take home to drink? And he pointed me to the Red Breast 12. And uh, that's just kind of been my favorite whiskey ever since. It gets the job done and it does it well. Good thing you have those discounts. I know, right? I'm looking down at the uh, rundown and looks like $50 was a pretty good deal. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Red Breast Whiskey, let's talk a little bit about it. Yeah. Before we get into our I don't know much about it. Uh, fun things to sample here. Uh, it's the largest selling single pot still Irish whiskey in the world. Wow, that's a lot of qualifiers. Yeah, well, you know, that's... Sure, but it's <laughs> that's like uh, I had the best meal of my life at a Hilton in a Marriott. <laughs> well, that'd be or no, 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 uh, no, it was more uh, difficult, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I understand what you mean. A restaurant in a Marriott. Um, a little background on the first official reference to the brand name Redbreast uh, appears in August of 1912, uh, but its history dates back to 19, or I'm sorry, 1857, with the wine importers and distillers um, W and A Gilby who uh, controlled the brand until 1986 uh, when they wow. sold the brand to Irish Distillers Limited. So got passed around a little bit there, but uh, this company that started out in back in the mid-1800s um, are kind of the ones who got the ball rolling on this brand back way back when. Um, they reintroduced the brand in 1991. Uh, pot still distillate from Middleton Distillery, uh, maturing in the finest sherry and bourbon casks. Mm. At least that's what they say. So, um, and you're familiar with Middleton, John? You know what? Um, I am not, and I'm actually really interested to know what, like, what did Irish and Irish whiskey and Scotch whiskey do before bourbon was a thing? Like, what were they resting their whiskey in without bourbon casks? I mean, that's a great question. Probably just virgin, God. Virgin I wish casks. I remembered I, more of the Irish whiskey tour that I went on because I'm sure that they had the answer. I shudder to think because. Uh, I mean, I'm excited to try this today, but it's kind of cool that, that they need bourbon to make this product. I mean, 
Yeah, and you know Sherry too. But uh, Sherry, what a lovely gal. There are uh, red breasts considered the definitive expression of the single pot still art. So according to them, and mm. I'm sure other people agree with this, that like these using a single pot still versus like you know column still, whatever else, a little more of an art to it. And having recently experienced some uh, um, pot stills in person, you know there was definitely uh, it's it's a very unique you know, approach to making whiskey. And well, you get like kind of a, um, what's the term that they used? Uh, it's it's um, artisanal, right? Or Yeah, sort of. That's, good. That's kind of a good like way to put it. It's got its own taste to it. In yeah, a good way. It's, it's very um, unique to itself um, kind of thing. But yeah, so we've got four expressions to try today. We've got the 12-year that, uh, that Ali is so fond of. We've got the Lestau edition. We've got the 12-year cast strength. And then the 21-year-old. Which I'm very excited to try. It can dr- <laughs> it's so old it can drink itself. Exactly. Allie, have you had any of those three? I have really. I started with the Red Breast 12 year, pointed to me by that lovely gentleman in the uh, Dublin, uh, what's it called? Airport? Uh, the Dublin duty free area. Like, you're, <laughs> a, you're a flight attendant professionally. <laughs> yeah, at the, you know, the Irish whiskey store where I said, hey, uh, give me a cheap, good whiskey and he was like i'm gonna give you a 50 dollar whiskey that's gonna be a lot better than what you could get as producer jenny said that guy was good at his job yeah and uh, i've been been buying it ever since so the 12 year is the only one that i have tried and i am extremely excited to broaden my red breast horizons i'm interested to know these are in green uh bottles i don't know what the other uh irish whiskey bottles look like but i do know jameson is also in a green bottle is that kind of a thing for irish whiskey um, possibly. I don't know the answer to that. I will say I have like another question. I have mm. another Irish whiskey at home um that is in a clear bottle. Okay. So it's definitely not yeah, what about- all Irish whiskey is in, but yes, I mean it's uh, iconic when you think of like Jameson and Red but Rest obviously is kind of going in that same direction. Up- upon further thought, definitely not because we we've done a teeling episode, they oh, were in right. that. Um yeah. Tullamore Dew. Tullamore Dew, yeah. That's not great. Yeah. 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 So, so maybe it's just Two. Two of them. Two that, yeah. <laughs> Two that I had recalled at the same time. Yeah. It oh, does, no, it, they're bringing Shaq Barrett off in a cart. This is you just never thing. see American whiskey in green bottles, you know? So it just feels weird. Yeah, it, it does have a very um, kind of cool look, though, the bottles themselves. But yeah, so first up, we've got the 12 the year, Allie's favorite. Uh, but first, let's take a quick break. And we're back. We've got the Red Breast 12 year here in front of us. You guys getting on the nose right off the bat here. This is definitely. I dig it. Yeah, it's sweet. It's uh, mm. it's a candy. It smells like home. Well, you do have a lot of broken bottles of red breast around your home. <laughs> so it's uh, it's made from a mash of malted and unmalted barley, triple distilled in copper pot stills, uh, aged in a combo of bourbon barrels and Oloroso sherry butts. And um, also made of some much older whiskey. So 12 years old is the youngest whiskey in here. But they, wow. they do incorporate some wow. older stuff. That's wild. And it uh, comes in at 80 proof. And you can get this at your local liquor store here, at least in Chicago, for about 70 bucks. Is it pretty available? I mean, like... Yeah, no, it's it's typically on your shelf. No no, no real problem there. Yeah, it's, it smells like a sweet cereal. I, I was going to say mm. Smarties. Mm. <laughs> when you said candy, I was like, ooh, Smarties. Yeah. Allie, what are you getting there? This is your favorite whiskey. 
You know, it's funny because we've discussed this before for regular listeners to the pod. I am a ice cube girl in my whiskey. So even though this is the whiskey that I definitely drink the most, um, I'm not used to drinking it straight up. And I am forgetting, I was forgetting at least, how much I just really enjoy it without any dilution. Mm-hmm. It really doesn't. I mean, I am an ice cube girl, too, like a one ice cube girl. Right. And it. I agree, it doesn't need it. John, are you, I'm getting some fresh fruit on the nose. Yeah, you know, I could see that. It's definitely got a sweet element that I'm having a hard time pinning down. Mm-hmm. What I think I like is I do get a little sweetness on the tongue, but it is not at all cloyingly sweet, which is a problem I sometimes find with especially the cheaper uh, varieties. You know sure. what it is? It's kind of like a honey um, black tea or something. That could be actually a little tea element there. Yeah. Yeah, just that fresh fruit. Um, all right, I'm, I'm digging in. Let's get in the Let's get in on the palate here. Yeah, I may have already jumped the gun on that. I also did. I, mean, I feel like some cherry, um, both I, on the nose and on. the I can definitely see the cherry on the palate. Yeah. 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 Ooh, that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it's it. Uh, it actually tastes more like a scotch than I remember Irish whiskey tasting, but it also it's tastes, very good. Yeah. I'm feeling like I'm getting a little bit of respect from the uh, <laughs> from the chai spirits guys over here. Oh my gosh, all mad respect. I mean, it's got like a tea and um, kind of viscous kind of quality to it that I'm really enjoying. I also black tea. I said cherry. I kind of want to add apple to it. I was eating a lot of some apple on the nose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, I can the, totally see that. the black tea that John pointed out is something that I, as I've just taken a couple more sips. I'm noticing more and more, and it's something that I really appreciate, especially kind of um, in the back of the mouth. I get that little bit of that tannin. Yeah. Um, As a Southerner, I think you you know you'd never yeah. recognize that very well. Is also, they- well known for listeners of the pod, Florida, a lot of Florida people in this. Uh, right now, we got the I four corridor coverage sure from do. Tampa uh, through Orlando up to Daytona. I I kind of I dig that. Yeah, that is really That's- tasty. I'm excited now um, that we've had this discussion because I've definitely mentioned Redbreast many times for Parker to take this knowledge and next time I go to Benny's maybe point me in a direction of something else I might really like. Oh, yeah. Get that wallet ready. <laughs> um, it's definitely got um, – the more I smell it, the more I taste it, the more it reminds me of like a really good wheat bread. Oh, I could see that. Yeah. Mm. So, Jenny, what are your thoughts like overall here? Um, it's one of the better Irish whiskeys I've had. Um, it's almost got like um. I don't, you guys can correct me if I'm wrong. This might not be what I'm thinking of, but it's almost like a little malty, like malty. Oh, oh, yeah, no, totally. No, That's I get what that. I, think, I, the scotch I do get that. Is what I was tasting, yeah, yeah. And I am a Scotch fan as well, so it makes sense that like those qualities that you guys are seeing that are can be similar to Scotch would make it something that I personally really enjoy. I also get the feeling that, so like a lot of times when I'm trying, when we do like a scotch lineup or an Irish whiskey lineup, usually it takes me until like the second or third one that I get to one that I'm just like, oh wow, I would really drink that. Yeah. I would drink this. Like this is good. Oh yeah, absolutely. Especially, you know, on an American holiday that celebrates being Irish, I would definitely. Mm -hmm. Oh, I would tuck into that in a minute. Mm -hmm. And I do. (laughs) It's delightful. Yeah. What What a good term, by the way. Yeah. Well done. I think 
correct me if I'm wrong, out of the four of us here, five, including, you know, studio studio audience member slash Irish whiskey expert, Andrea, um, that I am the one who drinks more Irish whiskey than like American bourbons. Um, what is the big difference that you guys find between an American-made bourbon and like an Irish whiskey taste, on the taste? Taste-wise? Yeah. I mean, I feel like I get a so much more barrel influence on bourbon. You don't get any vanilla on this. Yeah. This is this is a lot more fruit forward where in some honey too, but mostly I'm getting a lot of fruit. Um with with bourbon, you typically are going to get a lot more vanilla and baking spice and caramel things like that because you're getting a lot like charred barrels because they use so these guys are using um like previously used barrels. So the, the the more barrels used, the less you get out of it. So it's it, the barrel influence is a little more subtle on this. It's a little less sweet. I mean, how do I? It's not less sweet. But when you're putting it's it, just it, different with bourbon, you're it's in a virgin oak. It's usually ch- I mean it's charred. It's going to be you're getting a lot of that barrel influence right off the bat. And and there's like a sweetness to that barrel influence. That yeah, lost a little bit. Yeah, I would say that for me in the taste of the taste of things. The finish is that that multi finish, that scotchy finish, totally mm. is like the thing that is such a big difference to me. It's just like the the end of it, right? Yeah. I I really find this so interesting because as someone who's newer to not just enjoying like different spirits, but really tasting them and trying to pick out those tasting notes, I know what I like, but I don't necessarily know why. So I I these conversations are really interesting to me. Um, really like one certain spirit over another. Yeah, even though I'm looking at the tasting wheel that we have, um, it goes from grain to like more specifically like one of the categories is sweet, malt, and cereal and cocoa. And I think that just like gets this category to a T. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. So we tried the Red Breast 12. Now next up, we've got the Lestau edition. Now what is that? So give me the background here. This was, this was launched in 2016. Um, it's matured between 9 and 12 years in bourbon and sherry casks, then vatted and finished in first fill Oloroso sherry butts from Bodegas Lestau in Jerez for a year. So it's a very specific um, place they're getting this, the, they're finishing from. And uh, really dials up the sherry influence. Mm. This is a very specific sherry they're um, finishing this in, which gives it its unique p- properties. Comes in at 86 proof, so a little bit higher than the last one. And uh, you can see your local liquor store for about 80 bucks here in town. Very interesting. But uh, yeah, what's your first impression, guys? Ooh, the smell. It smells like Sour Patch Kids. Mm. I'm getting a much stronger smell on the nose to begin with. I think it smells so sweet. I'm sm- yeah. Definitely I'm- sweet. Definitely candy, sugary. Um, I'm almost- getting more of that barrel. You know, feel like more of like what I would get off of a bourbon nose. Yeah, no, it's funny. We were just talking about that and then it's there it is. Some of that red fruit, some yeah. can, like candied red fruit is yes, I think, yeah, it's, exactly yeah. what I candy, candy, mm-hmm. almost like I mean this with love, but like pixie sticks. I think like this reminds me of like, walking into a candy store. Mm, yeah, where there's like a combination of flavors and it's hard to pick anything out. Yeah, let's uh, let's try it, guys. What's your uh, your first impression, Alley? Since this is your first time trying this, I really enjoy it. I would still choose the 12 year okay. personally. And I think maybe that is because spoiler Parker told me 
that this is one of his his uh, favorites. It is. This I've always uh, enjoyed this expression. And um, maybe that does come down to being more of a, a bourbon bourbon drinker versus an Irish whiskey drinker. I really, really enjoy this, but there's something I think it's a little sweeter, and that is not necessarily my go-to. It is definitely a little bit sweeter. But it, yeah, you know, I, not I that agree. I don't like it. Just no, it's yeah. it's good. I like it, but it it's not what I would reach for. You know, this kind of reminds me of an Armagnac. Like, um, it's mm. got a closer to bourbon taste. It's like a little. A little sweeter than a bourbon, than a whiskey typically is. I would I would definitely still have this on my shelf, but it would never be the one that I reach for on just a normal night. I just want a little bit of whiskey. This would be like, I have some people over. I want to, I want them to try something. I want something I'm going to sip on that I'm going to enjoy, but it's different than my normal. I'm getting a little more on this, a little more red fruit, a little more butterscotch. Yeah. Definitely on the butterscotch. Um, like maybe hint or caramel, but I think it's butterscotch I'm getting. And uh, I, I dig it. Like I still I still prefer this to the 12. 12's great. I just, I like this. I love them side by side, really. I mean, yep. this is really very tasty and it is very different from the 12. Mm-hmm. As they say, different strokes are different folks. Similarly to Allie, I feel like this is a little bit of a learning experience for me because I haven't tasted that many different Irish whiskeys. Um I felt like the first one tasted more like an Irish whiskey. And as you guys are mentioning, this one is more like a bourbon for me. Mm. Um, if I'm reaching for an Irish whiskey, I feel like I'm expecting mm-hmm. Red Breast 12. You know, like that's what I'm expecting it to taste like. This one is a little bit more of a surprise to me. And I probably like it better just because of my personal taste. But like, right. if I, again, if I was re- reaching for, if I wanted to reach for an Irish whiskey, I would want the Red Rest 12. Well, and it's also one of those things, I think, as we all obviously know, that when you say Irish whiskey, that is encompassing so many different types of whiskey. Like the Red Rest 12, in my personal opinion, is still less like sharp on the back of the palate than some other Irish whiskeys you could, you know, that are very prevalent. Oh, Tullamore sure. Dew comes to mind that is like a lot sharper. Um, and you know, it just goes to show like in any different category, there's always going to be a wide array. No, for sure. I mean, again, this is like a unique thing. It's a special finish that's going to give it a, you know, a less generic Irish whiskey characteristic It's going to give it something else. So I'm interested Do um, most Irish whiskeys, uh, finish or rest, uh, for a while in, Sherry casks, is that like a, because I know a lot of scotch does both ex-bourbon, ex-sherry casks. Is that the same, is the same thing true for Irish whiskey generally? You know, I, I wish I had a, a greater swath of uh, information here, because I know there's some of that, but you think about like the Teeling episode we did. Yeah. Um, Teeling does their, their base, their base model is in, is aged in rum actually. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, their oh, small yeah. batch is, uh, is, is aged in rum, which is kind of, at the time, and I still like this about them, it's like really cool. Yeah. But yeah, you see you see sherry a lot. Honestly, in scotch too, you see a lot of sherry. Oh my um, gosh, tons. That's what I was I'm yeah. wondering. Like, they're yeah. near each other, Ireland and Scotland. But yeah. But you, you know, you'll see, I think they experiment with all kinds of stuff. Because I know Tullamore Dew, my favorite Tullamore Dew of their regular stuff is the Caribbean cask. They rum finish. Yeah, how do they even get more, I mean. Well, you get rum barrels. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, you know what, that, enough. The one we just tried, now that we're talking about it being um, aged in sherry. Um, I almost reminds me of something that you would drink with a dessert just because mm. it does have that sweetness to it. Yeah. Like I feel like that would wine. be good. Yeah. I mean, if you put a tiramisu in front of me, I'm not going to be upset about it. Uh, yeah. Oh, God. totally. Hot damn. You know, they have that tiramisu at Costco and I'm always like, God, 
do I need an entire sheet of tiramisu? So, John, yes. when we said you didn't need to bring anything over today, what we really meant was we need a Costco tiramisu. Mm-hmm. So next time, take guys. notes for next time. Next time. It's hard to put that in the fridge and store it. I mean, you got to go straight from Costco to wherever you're going. <laughs> and your point is? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> next time. So that was the Listow edition. Uh, next up, we've got the 12-year cast strength. Oh boy. This is Here we go. So th- this comes in at 115.4 proof, maybe. Yeah, what's that about? I saw, I saw I had a sample of this. I don't, so each batch is a little different, so it can vary a little in proof. Um, but that's like a fairly generic proof for what they're doing with that. So that's kind of nice, though. Yeah, it can be a little bit different. Because you know how, like, at least in bourbon, batch proof doesn't really necessarily mean anything because mm-hmm. they could they could proof it down to like 114 and it's always 114 and you're like, Oh really? Is it full proof at 114? Always perfectly at that. Mm-hmm. So this tells me that they're actually taking this probably at that. Mm-hmm. And, and they, they like to say this is red breast 12 in its natural full flavored state. Yeah. Um, this, I, I was going to say the nose definitely smells closer to red breast 12 with a little bit more pungentness. Yeah. However, pung- mean, pungency. Yeah. I mean, it's significantly higher proof. So I'm curious Allie's take on this from she usually does oh, yeah. the regular with a cube. Yeah, I'm excited as well. I think <laughs> I'm interested to try the water. little drop of water or something like that to bring me down to more of what I'm used I'm to. Well, maybe to you don't need it. If the hat blows off find, her head, we're going to find out. Yeah, right yeah. Ears. <laughs> Total Roger Rabbit moment. Well, I'll talk about the nose. Um, yeah, please. <laughs> yeah, d- d- yeah, definitely um, a little more heft on the nose there because of the higher proof. It smells amazing. I love it. Yeah. But um, maybe a little bit, bit of coffee on that. I yeah. can see that or toffee, maybe burnt sugar. Mm-hmm. Little, yeah, I get a little burnt. I like that burnt caramel kind of kind of thing. Yeah, I like it better than the re- regular red best nose, which I already thought was very good. But maybe, maybe a hint of marshmallow and like burnt yeah. toasted marshmallow. Ooh, yeah, s'mores. I'm getting that. Yeah. Once again, I'm picturing all of us over a campfire. Oh, that, sipping we, our whiskey. I mean, we are around a campfire yeah. right uh, now. And, <laughs> well, the only thing that's missing is. John's tiramisu. I know. But, you know, it just doesn't hold up well around a campfire. Very cream-based. Got it. Well, I mean, we're going to eat it fast. Yeah. yeah. Good point. Good point. <laughs> Man, yeah. I this is, There's so much more, um, like, sweet flavor going on or smell going on here than with the 12. So now we're going to taste it. Spoiler, I've already tasted it, and I do really love it. Wow. Yeah. This is rocking my world a little bit. I don't think I would want an ice cube with this. I'm definitely getting the fruit notes again. I was really convinced I was going to take a sip of this and immediately want to put a drop of water in it. But I want to put an ice cube in this less than in the regular 12 year. And maybe that's just your classical conditioning. I'm so (laughs) used to an ice cube that that's what I expect. But this, once again, I just keep going back to the 12 year as my personal at home sipping on the couch, watching TV whiskey. And this, again, is something that feels more special to me. For sure. Yeah. Um, my tasting note is Swedish fish. Whoa. You're all over the candy pal- palace. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. This is. Uh, I don't know. They keep standing out to me. It's got a nice richness to it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's very good. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, it, it reminds me a lot of the 12-year. I, I mean, it is in a tremendous increase in proof, like 30 point. 35 proof, but um, I don't taste that. I, I like the the word rich that you yeah. pointed out. That makes, yeah, a very full-bodied Full-bodied taste. was going to be yeah. my, my yeah. next. Full-flavored, yeah. yeah, that's what I'm getting. 
It's like whatever. Yeah, it's like a wine it, thing. It but feels like it bodied, coats but. the whole mouth, which is something that <laughs> I don't know if I've mentioned this one before. I took a wine tasting class in college because I did go to. Oh, um, right, yeah, well, you know. Um, but yes, I I'm feeling that coating of the full mouth. Very typical of like a f- uh, full proof, batch proof uh, whiskey. So they really f- come through on that. Yeah, I feel like the on this one, the flavor changes each mm-hmm. time you taste it. It's mm. like it, it, there's more and more like uh, dimensions to it each time. And even as you let it sit on your palate, you know, if you wait before going back in for another sip, you can kind of feel the evolution of the flavor. Mm. That's very true. Because my first um, sip on it, I actually, I mean, I liked it, but it was... Um, very close to the 12 and each sip after that I was able to pick up a little bit more so I totally agree with that I almost got a little black cherry on the last time I sipped it there I think you're right yeah I I, darker I like going back to that cherry note from earlier um, stone fruit almost like apricot yeah I'm getting a little bit of that there's a lot of fruit it's a cornucopia of fruit remind me when you guys say stone fruit that's like something with a pit the hard pit so even cherry could you know cherries have pits I think like nectarine. But ne- nectarine apricot is where I was going with it, yeah. Um, Parker, I know that this was just a sampler, but what are what what are what are the um, what's the availability as far as you know? Um, not quite as available as the other two we tried, but it's you know it, it comes and goes, but it's usually available. I would keep an eye out for that in your uh, duty freeze. Hmm. I will say. I don't know if this is a COVID thing, but the last couple times I personally have been to Ireland, it has been wiped, mm. I, which is very sad. I um, Another one that I like, Yellow Spot, has also been uh, pretty much absent from duty-free when I've gone. Hopefully, because it's been a few months, um, things are back and better in the duty-free again. But Hopefully, it's not just a bunch of like... American consumers that are, you know. I hope not. I mean, you. we all have to assume that productivity went down during mm. COVID times. I don't... I mean, yeah, it depends. Right? It just up, depends. We don't, you know, we down. don't know what was happening behind the scenes. But this is definitely something that I will be on the lookout for. Do you know, Parker, um, anything about the cost? Uh, I want to say it's... I might have gone up a little bit. Like, it's around 100 bucks. I think. That's not bad. I would That's pay a, 100 bucks. for a that. It's a good bottle, yeah. yeah. Really not bad, yeah. I would pay a hundred bucks for that, and I would I would hoard it a little bit. Yeah. I wouldn't just be drinking that on any day of the week. Yeah, that, that's for celebrations, or it's for you know something special. Yeah. And speaking of celebrations, <laughs> celebrating a big birthday here on this next one, the twenty-one year old. I don't know that I've ever been more excited to try anything on this podcast <laughs> we have to we have uh we're at the end of this 20 21 year old b- bottle and parker's doing his best oh, to make sure everybody being has so equitable equal amounts <laughs> um here's the thing all right let me let me temper everybody's excitement just for a second while parker is being so judicious um you know sometimes when whiskey sits in a cask for a long time it can actually experience the tail end of a bell curve right so it goes from being you know absolutely fantastic and then you know could kind of peter off so you know like for instance everybody i think most people like pappy 15 pappy 20 a little bit less and pappy 23 just because it's you know status kind of stuff but like pappy 15 a lot of people like a lot so yeah so this is the 21 year old red breast admittedly this is the end of this bottle it's probably been on for a while uh so that's gonna have you know some impact on it i suppose 
this particular expression was launched in 2013. Uh, the 21-year aging process introduces new levels of depth. Mm. Oh, for sure. Um, actually contains whiskeys up to 25 years old. So 21, again, the youngest. Too old. Woo woo. Um, this, this whiskey on Distiller, which is a, a favorite place of mine to go look at scores of things and oh, yeah. that kind of stuff, uh, has a 96 score. That is, which is very good. Anything above ninety is really Can good. Can I ask right? on Distiller? How, do you know how they like how those scores are created? Yeah, so they they basically have reviewers who then like they give it. So it's one that is one person's opinion. Sure. On how they score it, like how they specifically get to that number, I don't know. But uh, th- yeah, it's like this person gave it a, a ninety six. But I, uh, you know, they I don't always agree with their scores, but it's you know a score to go by. It's you can at least like, to, s- like yeah. see it and yeah. understand. You can right? also look at like the user ratings and stuff, where it's a lot of like four and five stars, and they give you like a star rating. Because yeah, they do both, right? Yeah, yeah. So I like you know if if it's an interesting score, that kind of like including that if it's very particularly high. I mean sure. that is really. I mean I can't think of anything else that's that high. I mean, does something else come to mind? Uh, well, I mean the, the the highest rated thing on Distiller is monkey or monkey forty seven. The gin, the gin, the gin. That's like the highest rated gin in the world. So wow, which we have some over here. We can try later. Oh. Um, this twenty-one-year-old Redbreast is comes in at ninety-two proof, and is about four hundred bucks at your local liquor store if you can find it. <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's, so savor every every bit of this, y'all. That's crazy. That's awesome. Oh, that nose. Oh my god, is delightful. That's tropical. <gasps> yeah. You can take that out. That was a weird moan. <laughs> I'm so sorry, <laughs> no, guys. Just, I, I feel like oh my God. I get a little lemon zest. Yeah, it it's, 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 it smells like the picture of an island. Yeah, <laughs> I, I feel like I just scratch and sniffed a picture of uh, Hawaii. Yeah, <laughs> like with the like, like the flat like the like flowers I, yes. and the big palm trees. The palm trees the are wave, blowing. The big the wave wind. coming in. Absolutely, yeah. southern seas yeah. are flowing. This kind of reminds you. It's like pineapple juice and lemon zest. Yeah. Is how I would describe this. Oh, I like the lemon. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, all right. So there's something else there that's kind of like hint of nutty honey, or, honey underneath, maybe. Yeah, and then, man, maybe, that is maybe so, a little almond. God, that's so yeah. nice. Mm. That's real easy drinking. Wow, that tastes like a Jamaican rum to me, and like a or like a cousin of one. It is funky. It is really cool. If I, if you just put that in front of me and said, "Hey, like, give this a try," and didn't tell me it was an Irish whiskey, I never would have come up with Irish whiskey. I don't think I Zero I chance. Well. I yeah. agree with that as well got a nice richness to it as you'd oh expect my, oh my gosh it does yeah. taste like rum oh my gosh like a jamaican specifically for me but maybe it's because i drink like 20 year old jamaican rums a lot but they're not you know like they're blended and maybe up to 15 or i 20. find that there is no harshness on the finish palette that i mean it's super super smooth um so and that's it's con- it's delicious and that's consistent for you across red breast then right there was not a sharp note i to would any of them. say I get a little bit on the 12 year and a little bit on the 12 year cast strength mm. of the finish being in the back of the mouth. Almost like an Irish hug. <laughs> <laughs> Versus being more just smooth across the palate. Um, by the way, the I'm Cubs, getting some notes of the like Cubs just scored. Of like chocolate <laughs> and cinnamon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, that like malt savory sweetness the way that you can like add chocolate to a chili to round it out uh-huh yeah yeah now I am do i going wanna, off the wall i do want to kind of dig into like you the, are a little all over the place but don't reel it in i like it <laughs> i do realize that i just kind of like left the listener out like oh yeah this tastes like an old jamaican rum and i'm like yeah but what does that taste like yeah i think 
I mean, a Jamaican rum tastes like a lot of things, right? Like yeah. <laughs> it's kind of got a lot going on, but I definitely get some like some baking flavors in there. The the chocolate and the cinnamon are the two that kind of stand out to me. I'm looking at the fruit section of the uh, flavor wheel that we have and it Cooked is... Cooked fruit, maybe? Oh, it's... Uh, maybe, but like also I'm like the tropical fruit, coconut, lemon, orange. Is it a is it a baked pineapple? Oh, yeah. We do tend... Like a little cherry. We do mm-hmm. tend to like stick to the same tasting wheel for most things. Um, and I don't think I've ever looked at stewed apples like maybe... I was just going to say, I almost get like a little bit of a... You know what? Actually, that's the first time I've looked at that and been like, you know what? Maybe I do get that. Actually, and maybe it was the last one too. I noticed that I was like the cooked section here, cooked jam, candied Mm -hmm. fruit. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, until today, I would have been like cooked jam. Who cooks jam? But literally, Allie was just talking about cooking jam on brie and I'm getting... (laughs) Fig jam in particular. Yeah. Mm -hmm. This is a cousin to that. Are you getting fig jam on brie? I'm getting fig jam (laughs) on brie on this 21. No, I, uh, wow. I, I really like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a really good bottle. I'm going to be honest. Very unique. I love this. I don't know if I could do $400 on that. Like, sure. That I agree. So I, yeah. hard to pull the trigger on when there's so many good, good, tasty bottles out there. Like one of the wonderful things now, having tried all four of these expressions is I think it's worth, you know, grabbing a regular, just 12 year old red breast. I mean, I, I don't feel like. I certainly recommend it. You should lament not being able to get any of the other ones. But if you find them and you're interested, definitely. But still. I do love that cask strength. But yes, the 12 year. by Like like I said, I've never started off an Irish whiskey or like a scotch lineup and been like, oh my gosh, yes. Like I would love to drink that. Um, So good job, Redbreast. (laughs) Yeah, I got to say this is really impressive. Hey, good job to that guy in the duty free in Dublin that (laughs) not just upselled me, but really led me to something beautiful. Great job, Seamus, or... <laughs> yeah, I, Whatever his name was. <laughs> I, I enjoyed all these expressions. Brian or something. I, uh, I still love that Lestal, though. That, um, I mean, the 21, obviously, is my favorite, but I, no, I love the Lestal, too, but like, really not a wrong answer across the board there. Agreed. Um, so, yeah, guys, that's, that is Redbreast. I want to thank um, our listener, Brandon. Hey, for, I want to thank Brandon. For yeah. suggesting we do a high-end Irish whiskey episode. Brandon, you're the best. And and he actually supplied two of our samples. So thank you so much. Brandon, hey. we, my we, guy. We appreciate it. And uh, you've got uh, other great ideas. I uh, I am working on doing a, a you know, yellow spot, green spot. Yeah, we'll call it the spot. As I am, I am working on getting us uh, the necessary samples for that. So uh, I like that for a future episode. That sounds awesome, yeah. So, well, you know, get, get some more Irish whiskey in here. Let's go. Right. Hey, right. And we actually, I'm always happy to come back, as is studio audience member Andrea, once again, certified Irish she, whiskey expert. She's been just kind of hovering over us the whole time, <laughs> making sure. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like our principal is here to, I tried. You know. I tried to put some ginger ale in one of these, and she slapped my hand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she was like, you don't need it. And, you know, she checked all the bottles to make sure that they were, you know, perfect. Yeah. And at some point, we're going to do our intro to Irish whiskey that I've been saving samples for for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be a fun one. We got to get Nick on that one. We do. A hundred percent. Oh, yeah. Um, and we do have a mailbag question today. What? Very Very excited. Exciting. Mm-hmm. So uh, Brenda from Chicago asks, what's your favorite drink for a cold winter night? With uh, winter is coming, as Ned Stark would mm, say. Sure. Um, you know, it's actually, it actually was pretty nice out a couple days ago, but uh, well, it's, it's yeah. probably going to snow in a week. So Yep, we're almost there. We ready. love Chicago. Uh, we were mm-hmm. just talking earlier today about doing a, uh, a like winter drink episode. Cocktail. That sounds fun. Um, I like cocktailing. But yeah, what's your, uh, going around the table here, what's your favorite drink for a, a cold night? Allie, what do you think? 
Um, I am, if it's a real cold night, I'm going to go toward the scotch direction. And I like a smoky scotch because I it, okay. it does feel warming from the inside out. Um, on my bar now at home is very well-known classic Laphroaig, but I'm always trying new things in that direction. Normally with my dad, big whiskey and scotch fan. And a cold winter night, that just feels smoky, feels like the way to go to me. All right. John, what do you think? Definitely uh, two things that come to mind. One is a foolproof bourbon, like mm-hmm. 1792. I remember- Just warm you right just up. Just really, yeah. Elijah Craig barrel proof, something like that. But then also for a cocktail, uh, I love the, um, it's a scotch cocktail actually. Maybe Allie influenced me, but it's I think it's called a lion's tail. Um, but it's got a allspice dram in it and oh, it's nice. really good. Very cool. Um, I, I mean, my immediate thought is a hot toddy. Yeah. Um, because that'll warm you right up. Um, I also kind of agree with like the the higher proof bourbon or you know something like that that'll also warm you right up. But um, I will add an honorable mention for a Manhattan. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, very a cool. classic for a reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, um, I would start with anything with journeyman apple cider liqueur in it. Oh, that's the right yeah. answer. Yeah. <laughs> Preferably hot, but like. Oh, so anything, yeah, the hot version of that a, would be great. Anything, a, you know, bourbon neat. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. something. Uh, oh, yeah. What about like an old Forester 1910? I mean, there's that's, never a wrong time. Let's say that is like good <laughs> at, at all times. That's yes. A, that's all seasons, any it's day of the week. Got that, yeah, Let's that smokiness. Go. Yeah. But uh, a barrel strength old Forester, good time for that. Oh, yeah. A nice cold yeah. night. But uh, all right. Well, I hope that. Uh, answered your question, Brenda. And uh, thanks so much for listening, everybody. If you have mailbag questions or episode ideas, please email us, chispiritsguys at gmail.com. Find us listen. Go, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, listen up for our next Fantasy Spirits matchup. Oh, yeah. That's coming up very soon. Very soon. And then, uh, of course, hit us up on Instagram at chispiritsguys. And uh, we'll see you next time here at Chai Spirits, guys. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>